welcome to the Retro Blood. Can you believe this? It's Christmas Eve, and we got orders to bring in Santa Claus. Cindy, if uh, you don't go back to bed, Santa won't come. He's not the only one. What you might get up to? All those kitties sitting on your knee all day? I'd love to have you sitting on my knee. Christmas carolers. I hate Christmas carolers. Screeching voice, no blue sniffers. I warned you, Brad! Mommy, you shouldn't have said that. It's naive to say bad things about old people. Santa Claus will punish you. Carpet day! No! Don't! It's gonna hurt our kids. We're not even sure it's him. Not sure my ass. Look at the fur on that suit. Welcome back, everybody, to the Retro Bled as we celebrate this holiday season talking all about 1980s holiday horror movies up next it is going to be a little bit of a stretch but if you like long walks on staircases at night if you like killers who have a strange backstory because people thought he was too funny if you have some dumb cops brother this is the review for you because the retro blood is talking all about the dorm that dripped blood. Jay Allison, James Klein. What's happening, Allison? I'm pretty sure we had to be the first podcast in history talking a full review about the dorm that dripped blood. Am I correct? You think so? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't research that, but I'd be surprised. Bro, this I one. would be surprised if we're the only people that ever did this. This one was a little tough. Um. <laughs> okay. Really? I kind of like this movie. You did? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it had its faults, but, uh, uh, I mean, it had had a lot of faults, let's put it that way. Um, We'll talk about the cops at the end. You're talking about the cops at the end of the movie? Yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah, like, I I don't think, I don't, I don't think you can blame the cops in this situation. That's true. The situation that they're in. That's true. Our uh, boy, um, if if only our boy Buddy Lee, if he would have listened, all this shit would have, you know, it went down the way it went down. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know. But then we wouldn't have had a movie. Yeah, it's true. So, well, we wouldn't have had an ending, like a swerve. Well, true, right, right. So, like, this one, okay, so, like I was saying last week, it's going to be a little bit of a stretch. So, technically, this is not a holiday horror movie. You know what I mean? Like, there's well, no. There's it no... takes place over Christmas break. Yeah, there you go. See, yes, exactly. It takes place over Christmas break. That's why we're counting it. But it is going to be very, uh, you know, choose, you pick pick and choose going forward. We might have to switch up the format next year uh, because I think mm-hmm. we're about low on the actual um, uh, Christmas horror movies that happen around this time. So, yeah, but, but this one is uh, we'll pr- pr- pretty, pretty interesting. So, but yeah, like this one should be pretty interesting. So you, you can tell. That this movie was a inspired by, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, you know, Halloween, you know, prom night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this one is like, you know, obviously it was inspired by all that. And I, I guess like, you know, we've talked about this, you know, this era before. But when Friday the Thirteenth came out, I mean, there was a shit ton of movies that were like copying it. You know what I mean? Because it was such a big hit, and it was made for such a yeah. low amount of money. 
So a lot of people were jumping on that to get their shit made and get their name out there. And I'm pretty sure this is one of them that did this one. Yeah, I mean, this was basically, um, I may need to look this back up. Wasn't this basically like a student movie? Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, because it was um, filmed on like a hand, uh, handheld camera. And they had to actually had yes. to, when they edited it, they had to switch it over to the, uh, was it 35 millimeter or something? So yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I believe it was shot on sixteen millimeter. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, then they had to like redo had to it, blow it up to thirty-five, which is why it looks so dark and like, like the resolution looks kind of like it looks real grainy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the people that wrote and directed this, um, uh, Stephen Carpenter, Jeffrey Obrow, or however you say his name, they actually went on to make some really good movies. Oh yeah. Um, in the eighties. Yeah, that we'll uh, kind of probably talk about. Like, they made The Power and The Kindred, which are both really good movies. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about when we get to the uh, the history segment of uh, who booked this shit with the uh, the, ima- the, uh, the big uh, amount of titles that this movie was under. That's another thing to yes. talk about. <laughs> but, like, uh, every Retro Blood, I say let's mm-hmm. get into the history segment. But, Allison, before we do that, because I'm feeling a little parched over here, how about we do yeah, our holiday beer. tradition of popping open that beer, brother? Let's do it right now. Pop mine open. Yeah, um, Betty. I'm going to struggle bus with the beer popping. All right. Oh, yeah. There we go. So the can always has, like, the best sound. You know what I mean? The it bottle, does. to me, the bottles taste the best, but there's no, like, bottle sound, you know? Just a pssst. Yeah, just a little piss. Open, yeah. So, I... How about you go first? What are we drinking over there, Allison? Um, so apparently I'm following you because last week I'd followed you with the Cold Mountain, and this this week I'm following you with uh, Ninja Breadman because you had it last year. Uh, this is a Ninja Breadman that I had left over from last year. Uh, this one ages a lot better than the Cold Mountain did. It still tastes just as good as the day that I bought it. Nice. Um, so it's it's great. I love I love Ninja Breadman. It's like um. I mean, we talked about it last week, but it just has the perfect for a, for a sweet candy. What I would call a candy bar beer. Yeah. It has like it's it's it has just enough bitterness and just enough sweetness is not the word I would use. Like it's spicy. Yeah, like gingerbread. It's good shit. Yeah, it's good stuff. I can drink that all day long and be drunk. Yep, and you can. It's a local beer, you know, obviously. You can only get it locally from the Asheville Brewing. Yeah, brother, show uh, up. They've probably, yeah, they've probably started moving that around uh, other parts of the country now. But if you can find it, it's a good beer to have in the wintertime, especially like when it snows or something. Yeah. It's a great beer to have. Yeah, and by the way, if people are asking, like, none of these beer places, like, pay us to talk about their beer. But, if but they, they should. But if they want to, <laughs> Retro Blood... RetroBlood69 at Gmail. That's where all the questions and inquiries can happen. Because you know what? We don't have a lot of ads on this show. You know, we're kind of like underground, like rock stars. But I will sell out. Yeah. I will sell out quicker than the fucking, uh, uh, you know, what was the last? Rolling Stones will. You know what I mean? They're, they're a punk rock in the beginning yeah. or whatever. I'll sell out quick, brother. Make, make Put our shit on the commercial. Just pay me. Yeah, okay. I kind of I kind of like that we don't have ads, but yeah, I'll sell out if people want to give us their money. We'll take it. Hell yeah, brother! I'll sell out quick. All right. <laughs> so the so the one I'm drinking over here is it's a new one. Okay, I never had this before, and it's kind of weird. 
So it's made by this okay. brand, Southern Tier Brewing Co- Company. Have you ever heard of Southern yeah. Tier? Yeah, Southern Tier. They're from uh, New York somewhere, right? I guess. Does it say New York on there? Yeah, I think they're from New York. I think they're from New York State. Yeah, I believe. I'll look that up while you're telling me about your beer, though. So this one is their Frosted Sugar Cookie Imperial Stout. That sounds terrible. I don't. You would hate this beer. Okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> it my fucking god! Taste fucking weird, man. Like, I if it, it it tastes like they just put a pound of sugar in the fucking beer. Yeah, which is probably what they did. Yeah, I'm seeing eight point six percent. Yeah, imperial. It's a frosted sugar cookie imperial ale. Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, know, like, I mean, it has like a nice little picture of a snowman, like a little tree on there and shit. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, I can eat the, uh, I can eat the old Christmas cookie here and there. You know what I mean? By the fire. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Watching, yeah. uh, watching. I just the, don't want it in my beer. Yeah, you know what I mean? Okay. By the fire, drinking little cookies, watching the, the dorm that drip blood that was an 80s movie that didn't have any titties. Kind of weird. But, uh, I know. We almost got some, but then we didn't. Yeah. Strange. But, you know, it, it's, uh, when I first, when I first took a swing at this, like it, it caught me off guard. I was like, "Oh, it, it's like it's like it's so sweet that it's almost like sour. It's crazy, okay." <laughs> but the more I'm drinking it, it's not too bad. But I definitely probably won't be drinking this one again, okay? After I finish, guess we're not going to get any pack. money from Southern Tier. Oh, we, oh, I mean, uh, uh, oh, I mean, Southern <laughs> Tier. This is the best beer I've ever had, brother. Like, it, brother, I, I will go into your bar, I will drink all your beer, and I will talk to all your fat girls with the tits, brother. That's how much I love your beer. Okay? So good. <laughs> I love Southern. <laughs> I love uh, Southern Tier, brother. I love They're great. Southern Tier. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they're from uh, Lakewood, New York, which I think is like in upstate New York. Yeah. So, yeah, they're like uh, – um, yeah, I mean they make some. They make beers yeah. that are good. They I probably mean, make, yeah. wrong. I mean, this, this, it's this just one beer, but I'm just playing around. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love all beers <laughs> except for, you know. I mean, like Bud Lizer. Except for these Southern Tier beers. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be drinking on this show, brother, all day long, talking about kids going upstairs, downstairs, and I have this girl Joanne bitching about people taking some seats. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna be a good one. But uh, let's uh, talk about the history segment. Like we do every Retro Blood. We talk yeah. about what is going on in two of our favorite categories, the pro wrestling and the metal. The reason we do this is to, 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 to expand the show, you know, make it a little bit more interesting. You know, not just talk about one subject the whole time. Let's talk about a couple things going on in the 80s. You know what I mean? They all go together too. You know what I mean? Like They do. They do. Yeah, you watch a horror movie. You know what I mean? Listen to a metal album. You know what I mean? Go to a pro wrestling show. They all mix together. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure our boy Craig, he looked like a, uh, he looked like he'd be like a, he, he looked like he liked the Dallas territory. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that, you know, he might be into the AWA because there was an AWA show like two days before this movie came out. Oh, there you go. So. But, let's, um, but yeah. how about we get into it? So this movie was released in September. So it was September 10th, 1982, and this one was actually, there's a couple things. So this one was actually released under the title Pranks, okay, when it was uh, released yes. under that date. Um, the reason it's called The Dorm That Drip Blood, that's what we're calling it. 
I'm almost choked on the sugar cookie, brother. <laughs> I think it'll kill you. Oh, fuck, bro. That fucking sugar uh, uh, snowman's attacking me. Man, I better not talk shit yeah. about their beer again. <laughs> it nearly killed you. Oh, no, shit. But anyway, like I was saying, the reason it's called the dorm that drip blood because when it was released as pranks, uh, let's just say a lot of people weren't going out to the theater and watching it. It was getting like uh, the the title wasn't really intriguing to a lot of people. And when they were doing their screenings around this time, they had to change up the name so they would get the crowd coming in because they went the pranks wasn't doing it for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know why this is called pranks. I, I don't. I mean, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. The, the other names seem much better than pranks. Yeah. Um, the version I watched was actually called a uh, blood dorm. Yes. That was actually the, um, the, the title, like in the middle, like that's the title that they released it on, you know? Yeah. And then they re-released it again <laughs> under the, the dorm, that drip blood. But we'll talk about that when the, who booked this shit, because it's a very interesting story. But, um, Allison, you said you got some, uh, wrestling going um, on. I do. She's. So you said that this came out um, on the tenth. Yes. Of so there was a release on the tenth and a release on the nineteenth. So there was a couple of different shows around the tenth um, that I just want to talk about a couple of different things on the card. Um, so SCCW, yes. which was running in Dothan, Alabama, that night, they had a show and they had the um, Robert Fuller and Jimmy Golden defeated the New Zealand Sheep Herders, which was Jonathan Boyd and Luke Williams. Yes. And remember we had a show where we talked about the Sheep Herders. Yeah. So the uh, Jonathan Boyd era was like the uh, – one of them had left already, right? Yeah, or wasn't they, in the group um, yeah, the, um, what's his name? Uh, <clears throat> Ed Butch or something? I don't, I don't remember his uh, government Butch, name. Butch, yes. But yeah, he, Butch. But he, Butch, when he, Butch is the other one. Yeah. yeah, he went back to New Zealand during this time and just wrestled there because he didn't want to do the States anymore. So that's why they had Jonathan Boyd fill in and do the, and they were supposed to be like the, like they said, the new, new, the new, uh, Zealand sheep herders. Like they were like the new ones. Yes. <laughs> so, but I like how, how so, they, uh, yeah, I, I probably could say it too. <clears throat> so they won the, the NWA Southern Eastern tag team titles. Yes. Yeah. How many? Uh, what's your favorite? Of, um, what's your favorite uh, Southern Eastern Tag Team title I, match, Allison? Uh, probably this one because it's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. Bro, those are but those um, are prestigious titles. I mean, <laughs> come on, you are the tag yeah, the, champions the South, of the Southern Eastern of the Southeast. Like, yeah, but it's really weird though because like this is Dothan, Alabama. Like Dothan, Alabama is like way south. It's almost like it's on the Gulf, almost like yeah. it's near Florida. Like that's not the southeast by any stretch of the imagination. Well, you know, they, I don't even know yeah, how they got this. They were expanding their territory at the time. Oh, were they? Okay, they were expanding their okay. territory. I believe this is where uh, Arn Anderson came from as well. Um, there was also another title change that night. Wayne Ferris defeated Austin Idol to win the NWA Alabama title. Oh, okay, wow. So this is a title we haven't talked about before. So he was the champion of Alabama. Imagine remember being... we've had the. Imagine being the East the, Texas Championship or whatever. Are you telling me there's yeah, a title the, that you could be the champion of Alabama? You can, yes. Like, you could be. Does that mean you would be also the NASCAR heavyweight champion too? Maybe, yeah, maybe. 
Would you be the beer Although drinking in your truck North national Carolina champion? Is, North Carolina is more known for NASCAR than Alabama. What's Alabama known for? Bob Holly? That's the only thing I could think of. Uh, college football and uh, uh, civil rights violations. I don't know. Um, Allison, yeah, how are you, you going to market the civil rights <laughs> national champion? Okay, come on. Oh, that would be, yeah, that, that's what they should have had. The civil rights national champion. Or, uh, which is the champion of uh, NWA, champion of Alabama. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, Alabama I don't know. Um, Dothan is a – Dothan, Alabama is like a – like uh, there's a lot of wrestling there, and people don't talk about it a lot. I don't know a lot about it, to be honest with you. Um, I learned most of what I know about it from Arn Anderson's podcast because he went there to wrestle for years. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know a lot about the Dothan territory. Um the the e should make a documentary about it oh that'd be something um and then there was one other thing i wanted to ask you about too so like the next day there was a show at the omni in atlanta um it was a really good card um yeah, ole anderson defeated roddy piper tommy rich uh defeated super destroyer paul orndorff was on the card fighting harley race he had a really good um really good card but yeah. one thing i thought was interesting so Bob Garrett, who I'm not really sure who that is, he was defeated by someone billed as the Road Warrior, which is Joe Laurinaitis. So it was Road Warrior Animal. But this is 1982. Um, is this before they got the, they were the Road Warriors? Before you, this surely, it, surely this is not before you met Hawk, right? Hmm. Or maybe it is. It could have been. Let me see. When did the um, Road Warriors get going? Because that's not the story that I've ever heard from them. Was that my the story that I that I understood was that they were basically, you know, two bouncers from Minnesota, from Minneapolis or whatever, or was it Chicago? Maybe it was Chicago. And um, then they came, when they met and got into wrestling, they came up with the Road Warrior gimmick. But this kind of implies that he was wrestling as the Road Warrior before, because it doesn't say Road Warrior Animal. It yeah. says Road Warrior Joe Laurinaitis. Hmm. So it said Road Warrior, let's see. Road Warrior, so Joseph Michael Laurinaitis, which was Road Warrior Animal, okay? Yeah. He debuted in, okay. Well, actually, you know, well, that's crazy. <clears throat> so his birthday is actually September 12th, 1960. So he's actually he selling. Yeah, he was celebrating a birthday when uh, the dorm mm -hmm. that dripped blood came out, brother. So that's happy birthday to our boy. So let's see when he started wrestling. So he said he debuted. So he he debuted in November of 1982. So if he de debuted in November of 1982, then then yes, I guess John Laurinaitis was using the Road Warrior name before he did. Well. No, this is this is him. This is oh, Joe okay. Laurinaitis. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking about his brother, but yeah, yeah. So yes, he was using yeah. the. Uh, so he made his debut in November 1982, uh, competing as the Road Warrior using a biker gimmick. After only a few matches oh, as right. a signal okay. competitor, his his career and life would change thanks to an idea by Paul Enlering. So basically, you know, I, I when when he said when we were saying he made his debut in 1982, that means his TV debut. So he was probably in September. Yes. He was probably wrestling like you know, like this probably wasn't a televised match. But yes, he was doing the uh, the biker uh, uh, road warrior gimmick, and then he later you know joined with Hawk, and they become the Road Warriors. Oh, okay. 
There you go, brother. Yeah, so they hadn't they didn't they weren't maybe doing the Mad Max gimmick yet, right? They no. they cuz they got that yeah, they, they got that from later. the movie The Road Warrior. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, right now they're doing the um the uh, uh uh well, you know, the leather biker gimmick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> With like the leather pants and then the leather, you know, the leather <laughs> hat and stuff and uh yeah. Yeah. No wonder they changed that. No wonder they changed that away from uh away from that to the, the uh spikes in the uh face paint, face paint the Mohawks. Yeah. yeah, but at first though, for a while they were actually coming out with the whole biker look of you know the the leather mm. chaps and the, the vests and the hats and the gloves. They're coming out there for a little bit, then they changed over. So but yeah, that's pretty interesting though. I liked it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we got, you know, not the best wrestling card unless you're in Al- Alabama. You get to see the Alabama yeah. champion, brother. I mean, I yeah, wonder, I wonder if you're, if you're, if you're the Al- Alabama, you can see the I wonder if you're the Alabama champion, you're like, you're, you're like required to drink beer. Oh, well, I guarantee that you do. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I mean, how a, could you not, how could you not do that? Right. Like you have to, like, it's actually required. It's required. It's in the contract. It's uh, okay. Maybe, maybe it is. Gonna have it's about got, three uh, Budweisers. Has, like, okay. <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the title has like two crossed like uh, Budweiser long necks on it. <laughs> yes. Duh. I don't think Bud Light was out yet, so it has to be straight Budweiser. Yeah, yeah, definitely straight Budweiser. But yeah, I mean, you know, a couple little shows going on. Not too bad. You know what I mean? Not the most exciting stuff happening at this time, but you know, it's it's we got something. We got something going on over here we got something there's something to go to every day in the 80s yes speaking of something uh we do got a little Mm -hmm. bit of metal to talk about this is actually a band we actually haven't talked about before which is surprising because they're actually a pretty big band that came out of the 80s of course yeah i feel like this band's kind of underrated yeah i would say that like uh they're not my favorite band and i don't really like a whole lot of their songs but there is a couple gems in there you know what I mean? That you can find. So the band, yeah, um, the, the band we're talking about is the band Twisted Sister. Yeah. And we're talking about their album, their first studio album, Under the Blade. Yes. Came out around September 1982. So what? I know you probably know a little bit more about this band, Allison. So what can you tell us about the good old uh, Twisted Sister? So honestly, you know, I'm not a huge fan, so I don't know a ton about them. I do know that <clears throat> this album being their first album is much more raw than they would get when they came out with that stay hungry album two years later when they got huge, you know, with, uh, we're not going to take it. Like they got gigantic then. Um, but this was like, this album was put out by an independent label called secret records, but then secret went out of business, um, fairly soon after that. So it was, they were, it was like a British label. So they signed twisted sisters from New Jersey, but they signed, they signed Twisted Sister and brought them to England to make an album. Um, uh, they were kind of like a punk label that was trying to survive the 80s, like, you know, by getting more band, like 1980s metal bands and things like that. So they brought them to England to record this album and then released it like in September of 1982, like a month after they recorded it. Um, and it was kind of hard to get in the United States for a long time. Um, they remixed it in 1985 after Stay Hungry got big. Um, Atlantic Records re-released it, but they remixed it to make it sound like um, a more polished 1980s album. They made it sound like Stay Hungry, basically. Um, 
to me, this is when Twisted Sister was good. Like, this is like, it's just dark and raw, and um, it, it's not overproduced. Um, it has sin after sin on it. It's got what you don't know sure can hurt you. Bad Boys were rock and roll. Um, those are the songs that I knew from this album before I researched it a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I mean, this is a good album. I mean, if you think that a lot of people think that Twisted Sister is kind of a joke band, and they kind of were by the time they got famous. But if you want to hear something like kind of more dark and more gritty, um, this is like really, really good. And I can imagine like when they were playing shows on this tour, they were probably terrifying people with the yeah. way they looked and like the sound that they had. Yeah. Like there was nobody doing, well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Alice Cooper was kind of like that, but other than Alice, and Alice Cooper wasn't really doing that shit anymore. So yeah. they were kind of like the new Alice Cooper. In yeah. A way. Well, the big thing about the, the twisted sister was the, um, you know, the makeup, you know, the, the, the drag elements. Yeah. That D. Snyder used the drag elements cutters. exactly. So you know, a lot of people at this time were like, "Whoa, you know, what what is what's going on over there? This fucking tall ass fucking dudes, you know, wearing these women's clothes and you know, big fuzzy hair and stuff." And of course, you know, we're kind of used to that now with the whole because of the whole glam rock scene that's came out of the eighties and stuff. But you know, this is like early, like this is like nineteen eighty two, like all this shit is like brand this new. This is so a little they, before that, yeah. yeah, even yeah, before that stuff got kind of like big and stuff with the hairspray and the tight pants and you know, wearing the women's clothes and shit. So, uh, you know, there's actually a pretty good documentary about Twisted Sister out there. Uh, I remember watching it one day, like, when I couldn't sleep for some reason. It was actually pretty yeah. good. It's like it's, you, get, you, get, you get to see, you know, the, uh, the evolution of the band and, like, how, you know, different they were at this, at this time period. And, like, how, like, their, their live show was, like, one of those things where it's kind of like, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's kind of like one of those grind, grindhouse movies. You know what I mean? It's kind of like right. It's it, we're not going to give it promotion, but people come out there because they want to see what's going to happen. You know, so they kind of had that that little aura about them. Uh, but apparently, this album apparently it ranks number twenty four on the Metal Rules list of the top fifty glam metal albums of all time. So pretty uh pretty wow. good old high place for this. Um, <laughs> there's actually a funny story, and I don't think. I don't know if we're going to talk about this again, but I had to bring it up here about the uh, yeah. <laughs> about uh, the song "Under the Blade" that won right. okay. uh, uh, Tipper Gore, the wife of Senator Al Gore, wasn't yes. uh, uh, too happy about at the time. So check this out, everybody. So it was 1985, and the members of the PMRC committee, which we talked about before, they were kind of like this like committee run by Tipper Gore. And they're like out there to censor all these albums and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're trying to be they're like Walmart before Walmart was censoring shit, you know? So um, right. So, so apparently she found that the song "Under the Blade" referred to sadomasochistic bondage and rape. Okay, <laughs> promoting violence, and then D. Snyder he actually had actually had to testify about this song. Yeah. Saying that the thing saying to the Congress panel. That the song was about surgery and the fear that it instills in people, and concluding that the only sadomasochist bondage and rape in this song is in the mind of Mrs. Gore. What a great line! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he chose to because a lot of those, a lot of people did, because um, they were trying. Basically, that's why there are uh, labels on albums because you never had that before. Yeah, they uh, they they went to Frank Zappa, D. Snyder. Quite a few other people went to Congress and testified 
Um, so he like, you know, cause he, like the point he was making was that any, like, you know, the song's about surgery and anything that she's reading into it is what came up, you know, what came out of her own mind. Like that's her own fantasy. That's her own thought it has nothing to do with this song, which I think makes the point of what they were trying to do. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like he was, one thing I was going to bring up was the PMRC thing. Like he made the best argument against music censorship that's ever been made when he uh when he testified at those panels that was that was amazing yeah um, one of the things i'll respect him for but yeah it's pretty uh you know pretty wild during this period so but like we'll say we'll play a little bit of the uh the twisted sister at the end of the show we'll probably play that uh sadomasochist song under under might as well yeah we'll play that one at the end might, we might, might as well play a song about rape at the end yeah 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 we'll make a we'll make a a, a, a tipper gore happy playing that song yeah that's what we'll do but let's start talking about this film because there's a lot of interesting shit that went down with this film so this one is uh this is the who booked this shit all right Mm. of course it was booked by one stephen carpenter no relation to john by the way and and no relation to the guy in the deftones yes no relation there so this is a whole new carpenter in the fucking film world brother that uh you know didn't have uh, as much of a bigger name, and then uh, Jeffrey O'Barrow. So, and you said what? what, what you, so you did? I didn't do as much research on them. What did you say they did? They did some good stuff. Yeah, they made um, a couple of good movies that I like that we'll probably end up doing on the show eventually. Um, one was called The Power, which was made a couple of years later. Um, it's about, um, if I remember correctly, there's like a doll that's possessed. Or that possesses somebody. It's like an evil spirit and a doll. And it possesses like this kid or something like that. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, it was another movie that didn't do very well for them, I don't think. But then they made this movie called The Kindred, which is really good. It came out in 1987. And um, I remember it being on the uh, uh, video store shelves all the time. But it's like uh, Mutant Baby. It's like a Mutant Baby story, kind of like It's Alive. Um, but uh yeah it's like a mutant tentacled baby yeah um those are always good there you go good films it's alive mutant babies are always great there you go basket case i can't wait to do that anyway so this one was uh so this this film it was so i i can respect this so this like we were saying it's kind of like a student film you know what i mean like they had like barely any fucking budget they rented out uh, in the University of California the camp, uh, like the campus on there, so they can film a little bit. You know, you know, mm-hmm. not not a lot of well-known actors. You know, we're, we're filming on like a fucking sixteen millimeter camera. You know what I mean? This is all well, we pretty- did. Go ahead. I was gonna say we did have Daphne Zuniga in it in yes. her first film. Yes, that was so her. She was going yes. to be kind of famous. Yes, yeah, I think it's the only one. But yeah, she did come out to, to be a little bit famous after this. Yeah. Um, but what's cool about this, you know, like it just kind of like I, I, I can respect the uh, the gorilla style of the film. You know what I mean? Getting oh, yeah. out there, oh, yeah. getting getting stuff going. So obviously, this movie, like we were saying at the beginning, was inspired by Friday the Thirteenth. You can see a lot of the elements in there, which you know, like you know, a lot of times we're going to be doing slashers. You know, from 1982 to maybe 1988 or something. They're all pretty much going to be mm-hmm. try to do the elements of Halloween and Friday the 13th, you know, cause those are like the standard bearers. And then everybody who wants to film, yeah. do film like that. They will take elements 
from that. Some of them good, some of them not so good. But uh, um, go ahead. But yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, you're right. I can respect anybody who's trying to do what they want to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. These guys had a vision. They wrote a movie. They filmed a movie. They completed a movie, and they put it out. Um, it is really weird because Friday the Thirteenth came out in May of 1980, um, and then by 1981, people were already like, let's ready, do that. Right. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, you know, that's that's kind of happened a little bit. You know. With some of the films, like, you know, nowadays, and, you know, you got those insidious movies and shit, and everybody wants to do a fucking ghost movie, because those ones blew up a lot, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I could yeah, see true. it. I could, yeah, we, we, we always see, like, those, uh, those patterns in horror movies, you know what I mean? Once one gets big, you know, we, we cop seeing a, a couple of copies. Shit. Yeah. Yep. I just want to see who's going to copy Terrifier. That's what I want to see, what's next, because you know what's going to happen, so... I don't know. Like I have, I mean, I have my own opinion about the Terrifier movies, but um, I just, I don't know. I think they're like an anomaly. There's not going to be anything made like that. I don't think for we will. a while. Hey, man, you never know. We'll see. Uh, never know. So, so this was co-written uh, with Stephen Carpenter and Stacy mm-hmm. while they were film students at the University of California, Los Angeles. So the original title of the film was "The Third Night." So that's the OG name, the Third Night. Now I'm not really sure why it's called the Third Night. Why <laughs> is it like the Third Night that the dorm was going to be broken down? I have no idea. So then they scrapped that one, and then they they came up with the name <laughs> Death Dorm after the production yeah. wrapped. So that's the that's why we saw it in the in in the credits called Death Dorm because that was the title that was left in after after all the production was was gone. And I actually like Death Dorm. They could probably should have kept that one. I like that name too. Yeah, sure. so but then they when they released it here at the the in September they went over to title Pranks. Okay? So they they went from Third Night Death Dorm to Pranks and then Pranks didn't do well. And they're like, "Okay, well, we're going to re-release it under the Dorm that drip blood and that came out in 1983." So we got about four gimmick names over here, brother. We'll figure it out, okay? Yeah, and also, I couldn't find it. Well, I mean, I didn't watch every version I could find, but they all seem to be the same length. I couldn't really find an unedited version, so this movie was yeah. pretty heavily edited. Yeah, like um, I heard the about version that, that we both watched. Yeah, yeah. The movie that the version that we both watched was like the released version. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, I mean, I saw the the scene on YouTube. It's pretty easy to see to find but um like the scene where they kill the janitor with the drill yeah that goes way longer in the original version it looked way better than it does in this okay yeah like i heard about that after i watched it like this was like the uh the the edited version and i was like well fuck where's the unedited version i just could not find anything so i I couldn't find an edited version either but this but i did i did see that film and about part of the movie and when we get to it in the movie i'll talk about it what it was actually like sweet so, to secure some funding for the film, uh, Obero and Carmen are shot footage for a pre, uh, preempted promotional trailer in order to pitch the film to investors. So, they shot like a little like gimmick trailer mm. to show people. But, you know, hey, I've done that before. So, there you go. So, the, the casting was all done by Obero and Carpenter. Uh, they were all doing independent. And they didn't really have a casting director because they could not afford one. So in the film, the casting director was credited as Wesley Lou David, which is a uh, uh, which is alum to the directors and producers' middle names. 
So, like I said, I can, yeah. I can, you know, I can, I can appreciate that. You know what I mean? You got these two producer guys, one, you know, two directors. Fuck the casting director, man. I know what I need. Let's, you know, I'll get my own shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it just seems like a waste of money. So we've already talked about, you know, this film was, uh, it was shot on a held-held Eklarn camera on a 16 millimeter film, and then it had to be blown mm-hmm. up to 35 millimeter. But that was fun. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, as this was said, the bulk of the film was shot over a Christmas vacation at the university over a period around three weeks in December 1980 and January 1981. And then the additional photography was completed over the ensuing six months. So, you know, not too not too bad. Um, of course, this, this film also got one of those video nasty treatments up there in the old Britain. At the, I feel like every fucking movie, they must have censored every movie known to man. Well, they, okay. they, they censored a lot of the movies that we talk about. That's yeah. for sure. It seems like every the movie film that we, we love, talk about. they censored. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, nowadays, they don't get probably didn't give a shit at all. So, uh, so yeah, you know, we've already talked about there was a shit ton of it edited out. You know what I mean? Because of that. Uh, so, it was, so it, they were trying to, they were, the reason a lot of it was cut out. You know, here in the states, because they were trying to avoid the X, the guild X rating, brother. Because if you're the X rating, that means you're gonna be up there with you know, big dig Johnson films or something like that. You know what I mean? You're gonna be at right, uh, exactly. you're gonna be at that orgy house in the fucking uh, American Werewolf in London, <laughs> yeah. brother. That's where you're gonna be at. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the only place that's gonna show your movie. You exactly. Get an X rating. So they, you know, that's and those why... people aren't gonna like it because that's not what they go there for. Exactly. And there was no tits there too. So our boys, they'd have been know. like, "What the fuck? Why am I even here?" Okay. That's how you can tell this was low budget. They couldn't yeah. even afford nudity. Exactly. So, but uh, so you know that's why a lot of people want they 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 try to get their film to like b- below the X because that shit is gonna be with all the porn. So it didn't it didn't officially technically it didn't officially get the name the dorm that dripped blood until July fifteenth, nineteen eighty three. But that's where we're gonna do it because that's how everybody can actually find the film because that's the only way it's like under nowadays. So, um. Which I mean, I think that's the best name. I do like Death Dorm. Yeah, and I love that Death Dorm logo. That looked really good with the huge A in the middle. Yeah. Um, but I think the Dorm that Drip Blood is the best name. The poster is cool too. Personally. For the uh, the Dorm yes. that Drip Blood, I, I posted that on my on the Facebook page when I do our little teasers of what we're going to be mm. reviewing for the week. Everybody, check it out. By the way, everybody, yes. check out the Facebook page, the group page, the Instagram. We got a mm. brand new logo. We're going strong over here. Sweet. Uh, yeah, we got all that shit going, brother. All right, we got that going. Um, if you join the Facebook... I heard there's a new movie up, too. Yes. So I put out another Retro Blood uh, short movie, which this one is uh, yes. celebrating the December month, talking all about Krampus. Now, these ones are, like, super short. You know what I mean? Mm. They're basically... Uh, I try to do this in the style of VHS, like, you know, that movie VHS. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's a... These are only like 10, 10 minutes long, if if that. <laughs> Maybe like a minute or two. Um, but I try to be like a little fun with them. So these Retro Blood short videos, I think they're kind of fun. They kind of like represent, you know, what we're talking about this month and stuff. And this next one is about the Krampus demon. Apparently the uh, this guy was trying to do a... Um, uh, he was trying to do a, a, a day in the life of an, of an axe thrower. But for some reason, right. every time he uploaded his video, Krampus showed up on the video. So mm. weird. I don't know why. Damn Krampus. Yeah, but let's check it out. It's kind of a fun little thing. I like to add on the on the on the YouTube channel. 
Of course, you can find all the shows on the YouTube channel, clips on the channel, and of course, if we have anything extra like our wrestling adventures, metal adventures, and stuff, I post it all on the YouTube. And then probably pretty soon over here, if I can get everything worked out, me and Allison might be able to do some uh, live videos on there too. So we'll we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see we'll see. I got we got some wait like 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 Allison say this is gonna be a big year. And the 2024 yes. for the retro blood. We're 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 gonna be uh, we're gonna be out there. And brother, if we can get a beer sponsor, I mean, come on, might as well. That would be awesome. That'd be the best thing if we could get a beer sponsor. That'd come be on. the best thing we could do. If y'all, hey, anybody out there listen likes to drink beer and these are people that promote it, I'll promote your beer all day. All right, I'll wear your beer oh, shirt, yeah. your beer hat, your koozie. Your beer sweatpants, I don't care, brother. I will wear that shit every day. Your logo tattooed on our forehead, we'll yeah. do it all. I'll do it all, brother. I'll put, you know how like WCDs used to put all the shit on the ring? I'll put that everywhere, okay? Yeah, so. yeah. We could be like the uh, uh, Randy Savage with our Slim Jims. Mm-hmm. Yep, everywhere, Snap brother. into a Southern Tier beer. Yeah, exactly. Snap into it all the time. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Southern Tier. I promise you won't vomit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody oh, uh, enough playing around let's get into this dorm brother let's get into this dorm mm. that we're shutting down for some reason and let's talk about our our, our boy Craig and his uh, emotional problems let's get into the uh, the full <laughs> review of the dorm that dream played brother let's do it let's, let's do it man kids love to play tricks certain tricks are called pranks P R A N What's wrong? The phone's dead. K Oh, great. S You've got to trust me. Pranks is this year's most terrifying motion picture. You're all alone? I mean, is anybody else helping you out? Yes, there's a group of us here. Did you hear anything up on the roof? Do you think we need to go up there? Need to? Yeah, we don't need to do anything. Kidding stops. The killing starts. Pranks. It's a killer. All right. So we're, we're here. Uh, we're, we're at nighttime. We see like these kids in a van driving past really quick. Okay. And then we got one random kid running around a building. I assume this is the dorm building. I'm not exactly sure. I guess so. Or it's just some building. And <laughs> he's like hiding from somebody. 
And I kind of want to come back to this because I don't understand this part at all when it relates to when we actually find out who the killer is. Okay. This, yeah. Well, I was going to say this part doesn't seem to have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Maybe this is his practice. I mean, come on, you got to have some practice. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe. So the, the the one thing I noticed about this scene is the guy sits down, right? He's like hiding and shit. And then like the killer like cuts his hand. But it looks like he's cutting like right. a piece of cake. I was going to say that, dude. Like it looked like, um, you know how like they make all those like specialty yeah. cakes? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. It looks like a cake. It looks like they 3D printed his hand in a cake and they cut yeah. his cake. Yeah. <laughs> But it looked pretty good. It looked good. I liked it. it. Yeah, then he got choked out. And I was like, oh, interesting. Die by cake hand. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) So then we get the intro. Um, So this is another weird plot in the film, too. We meet a guy named Tim. All right? And Tim is apparently dating Joanne, our main girl in the film. Tim. And Tim... Is like trying to get her to like, I guess, like live with him. I'm not, I I don't remember if they actually said how long they've been dating, but it, but he's basically trying to like live with this girl, and she's not really having it. But Tim is he has to go on this trip tomorrow. He he wanted Joanne to come on the trip with him, but Joanne yeah. has to stay over a holiday break and help tear down this dorm. I guess they're shutting down. Okay. Yeah, like, why are the students tearing down a dorm? Well, maybe Joanne was the uh, student president, and that was she got maybe. she got maybe you know maybe. maybe she volunteered, brother. Okay. Yeah, sure that. And I, and I do like I don't know if this comes up right now, but she did say, "Man, I got I got to get three hundred beds out of here." I was like, "Fuck, three hundred. There's only beds. Like four of them. Fuck, um, there's only like four of these hassles." <laughs> but, but yeah, I think they're just clearing everything out of it. I don't think they're actually doing the demolition of the building, no, but it makes clearing. it sound like they're tearing the building down. Exactly. So, so now they're outside. We get a shadowy figure, and they're at like some sort of like going away party or something. And they they had one set of Christmas lights, so we're counting it. Okay, brother, I told you <laughs> slip right here. I saw one Christmas yeah, lights like- holiday movie. All right. Yeah, like behind the girl's head, you can see holiday. You can see Christmas lights. We're so counting it, brother. I saw it. Don't tell me I did it. Okay. Man. So this part was a little funny. This guy named, um, I believe his name was like, oh, God, what's his fucking name? Uh, I'll get it later. But basically, this is creepy dude, right? And he's hitting on this girl. Yeah. And she's like, hey, you know, who, who are you and stuff? Well, I'm a freshman. He's like, well, where are you from? Florida. All right. And then she's like, not having him, not, like, not, not, you know. Blowing this guy's off, and she's like, fuck, I'm trying to get these freshman girls. So he calls over Tim and everything, and mm-hmm. um, he calls over Tim and Joanne over for some drinks, and apparently this guy and Tim, they're going to be uh, leaving. They're going to be going off to, to, to their vacation together, all right? And then we have the next morning, we see Tim and this guy leaving, and they're telling Joanne, you know, buying everything, and they also brought up that the um, uh, like like uh oh this guy uh, Brian's gonna be here uh oh like I think they were like implying that Joanne and Brian maybe had a thing okay yeah but that wasn't really That's too much I explored I guess so this is when we get the her line of like I gotta get three hundred beds out of this dorm <laughs> I was like damn okay 
And she's saying this is dorms basically going to be turned into like apartments. That's what she thinks. So, um, and then the guy that they're talking about is Brian Frazier around, but I guess he was supposed to be like a klutz, but he wasn't like the way Tim and his friend were talking about him. I was like, uh Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that you got to stay the night with this guy. But this guy, Brian seems super fine and cool. So I was kind of weird about that. So we just have some scenes of Joanne working in the office. Uh, this is when Brian and Joanne are talking about uh, Tim, and they're also, and then Debbie, the girl named Debbie, shows up, and she's basically like, "Hey, I can't stay." And she's like, "What the fuck? You only got a couple people here." She's like, "Well, I'm sorry, my friends, my my family wants to pick me up for the the, the holiday season, but I'll at least be able to work by tomorrow." Okay. Yeah. And then Joanne gives yeah, everybody so her Tim's going skiing, right? Yeah, yeah, they're going. Yeah, her, yeah, something. So like, so basically. So this crew that's that's taking this dorm stuff, they're like they're like volunteering to do this. Like it's not like required, yeah. but it's like a volunteer to do this. Um. So this is when Joanne's going out, giving everybody their orders, and they said they only have like two weeks, and they got to do the kitchen part first. Got to make sure all the kitchen stuff's mm-hmm. out of here, which that comes up a little later. So Tim is now leaving. He sees Joanne off, and then uh, that's it. We don't see Tim at all. Like, nope. It's like it. the plot point. Yeah, I guess he was here <laughs> to make us look like uh, he possibly could have came back and be the killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he was. He was one of those people that made us think he could be the killer. Like we're doing a sure. uh, we're doing a scream a scream gimmick before scream. You know, <laughs> beca- you know, became out. But which you know, you got guys remember about scream too. Like scream was like one of those movies that took a lot of like aspects from horror movies and one of the aspects of slasher movies yeah. is we have to have a lot of like suspects okay yeah right so the uh, scream took their plot from movies like this yes so now the kids are all cleaning up and stuff and uh, joanne gets a phone call about the tables and i guess the guy wanted the table like he they're, they're basically playing hardball with the tables like she's like fucking i've agreed on the price you know what i mean she's like okay well i'll meet you mm-hmm. later you know about about the, the 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 tables that this company's trying to buy. So Debbie, she's working and stuff, gets freaked out downstairs. Uh, we see, of course, we keep seeing the shadowy figure everywhere. Killer, killer. So mm. <laughs> Joanne and Brian, they're talking about. Okay, so no, okay, this scene was a little weird. So we see this happened like twice in this film, and I liked it, but I didn't like it. Where it's like we're. we're, we're as a, as a viewer, we're seeing over the killer's shoulder, but we're seeing the the crew uh, at a far distance. Okay, and this scene we I see, thought this was really strange. Yeah, the so, way they made they shot this. Yeah, because it's like it's like we're it's like we're not at the killer's eyes, but we're kind of like over over his shoulder. But we're seeing these two couples kiss, and listen, I could not tell who these people were. I couldn't tell if it was Joanne and Brian kissing. I couldn't tell if it was Debbie and somebody kissing. I have no idea what this was. Um, you know, at first I thought it was Joanne and Brian kissing. I thought maybe she was like, you know, working on two dicks. I have no idea. Okay. So but it was somebody kissing at this time and the killer was talking them. Okay. That's what's going on. But the audio was tough. And like, they were like, it's not like they're like right there in front of us. No, they're like a fucking, you know, mile away and shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and it's all dark around them. Like, there's yeah. only light. Like, it does this several times. There's, like, light right above the characters where they lit the characters. 
but nothing else in the room is lit at all. Yes. Um, it's just really bizarre, like, why they chose to do this. I'm guessing that it's supposed to be, like, the killer hiding and peeping on them from a distance is what we're supposed to be. Yes. Being even though he's showing it over his shoulder, but, yeah, it's really, really weird the way they did that. So we see uh, Joanne now. She's writing her journal. And then she gets mm-hmm. visited by Debbie again. And, of course, Debbie's apologizing for leaving so early. Um, but she has to go. But, but apparently, the, the not only is she leaving to go, but also the grandma, she's in uh hospital. So they have to go back for the holidays. I think the skiing per, the skiing thing was somebody else. But this one, Debbie had to go with their parents to go, to go visit the grandma for the holidays. Okay. <clears throat> So she says, you know, go have fun with your family over the uh, the Xmas break. And then and then so Debbie's about to leave, right? But then like Joanne's like, Hey, you know, do you guys have do you have that inventory list? She's like, Oh yeah, don't worry about it. I'll go get it in the storage room. Okay. And I say, so Debbie act like she knew where the list was, but this fucking storage room scene of her looking around took like ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> so apparently yeah, you didn't you know. Get that running time, man. Well, I'm just saying, apparently you didn't know where the list was. Right. Okay? Because no. it took you 10 minutes. She's looking around everywhere. She goes up on the fucking roof. Dad's out there. Hey, yeah. we're here. Oh, I'll be right down. I got to find this list that I knew about. That I, I got to find this list because I'm on the roof looking for it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Okay. So now she's taking forever. Okay? And the mom's like, the mom's name is Dora. All right, and the mom's like, hey, maybe you should go look at her. She's taking a little bit. She's like, and the dad's like, no, no, she, she'd be right down. So they sit in the car mm-hmm. together. And the mom's like, okay, I'm going to go look on her. He's like, oh, okay. And he goes and looks for her. I was like, yeah, brother. You can tell they're married. Yeah. So now we get more. This is, uh, so, you know, we do drinking games on Retro Blood for everybody who's we new do. to the podcast. So every time I say somebody is walking up a darkened stairs, just take a shot, drink, take a beer. Yeah, cause, you know what I mean? Because you'll be fucked up by the time this movie's <laughs> you'll over. You'll be fucked, brother. So our first boy is Debbie's dad. He's like looking around, calling for Debbie. And then next thing you know, the killer meets him like halfway on these stairs and then bashes yep. his head in with a spiked baseball bat. Yeah, that was intense. He's like he's like our boy Negan before Negan was a thing. Okay. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so this, this movie was, ed- this part of the movie was edited too. I saw this scene as well. So this was, so like he hits him like I think in the movie he gets hit like twice, and then he's dead. But then in the mo- in the uh, other one he's like you get there's like a, a clinking sound like you can hear him like hit it nice. like you see him hit him like two or three or four times. But there's not a lot more blood though. Yeah. So now I thought this part was pretty cool too when the killer sneaks inside the the car. I thought that was kind of clever because mm-hmm. usually we just show, we <laughs> do, usually we just show the girl sitting there and the killer just pops up behind her. But this one, we actually see yeah. the actual killer sneaking into the whole car, and we see the whole action. So I thought that part was pretty clever that they actually well, don't do that's pretty Right. No, I've never seen that before. Like, you see I his know. hand come up and unlock the door and open it. Yeah. But um, I still don't really understand how someone could sneak into a car and you not notice. Well, you know, uh, that seems- our boy, the killer, he, ha- he, has, uh, he has actually has special abilities. Of he can actually be very quiet and open up car doors and make sure that the car doors don't squeak. Yeah, maybe. I was thinking that maybe her mom just had really bad hearing. There you go. There it counts, Tim. 
So now Debbie is looking around. I, they, she just appeared. I mean, fuck. It took this girl like 10 minutes. to. Did she, I don't know if she even found the inventory list. Okay? I, yeah, I don't know if she ever found the list. <laughs> but Debbie, she sees her dead dad now. And now she's running to go check on her mom. And then her mom, during like when, they, they do this like a cut scene where Debbie finds the yeah. dad. But then the killer chokes out the mom with some wire. Okay? Yes. And then Debbie like runs to go find her mom. And then she just faints. Okay? And, like, mm-hmm. if we can't just have her faint and the killer, like, nope. drag her off. No, brother. Okay, this uh, this part was this actually... great. <laughs> she, like, faints. <laughs> then the guy gets in the car. is like, all right, this fucking bitch faint, huh? I'll show her. And then he, like, backs out into her and fucking runs over her head. I was like, damn. Well, okay. it's not even that. Like, he, he drags her underneath, like, behind where the car would the be. Time, like, yeah. he doesn't even just leave her there. Like, he drags her behind the car, and then he gets in and just, like, runs over her head. Yeah awesome and then like and then they uh then he puts all the bodies in the car in there so mm-hmm. I was like, okay okay we're starting off a little little wild over here uh so now we have all the kids that are eating uh some food now some eggs and uh we have one of the girls uh they're gonna go um she has to go get something from the uh, storage room and then they see this person and then while she's getting something from the storage room which is outside and uh, they see somebody going through the. She, she sees somebody going through the trash, which you find out this guy mm-hmm. is going to mean his, his name is going to be John. John was it hermit? I believe it was. Yeah, like he's like a homeless guy. Yeah, yeah homeless guy That's and kinda... stuff. Yeah, like he's been um, he's been hanging around this. Yeah, John John Hemet. Okay, he's been. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they they see him like getting trash, and then she goes and tells him like. Hey guys, is there supposed to be anybody else here besides us? They're like, no. I was like, well, I still this freaking that that guy John, he was coming out here, and apparently this guy has been known to like wander around the dorm area, I guess, to get food and stuff. You know, because he's like, you know, yeah, homeless guy. Even though I think he has a room, but he's like a weird, strange individual. So yeah, like I could figure out like he seems homeless, but he also kind of seems like he lives there. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of strange. So, uh, so Joanne is the one uh, they all decided that she has to go have a talk with them because she's kind of like the group leader. And then they all get. Then I guess our boy Craig does his first prank, quote unquote prank, where he he throws on a (laughs) fake spider on eggs as a joke. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's a stretch, but but I guess that may be why it was called prank. But remember, everybody. Well, remember everybody, our boy Craig is the jokester. Okay, he's mm. projecting to everybody that he's a jokester. Hint, hint. Okay. Hint, so, hint. so now Joellen gets called, and uh, they the the people, the power people, want to turn off the power quicker than how long they want to be there, and she has to fight it. Okay. Yes. Then we meet our boy Bill. He's like the handyman mm-hmm. around there, and he's missing his favorite yeah. drill. Uh oh. <laughs> what could that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Could that be foreshadowing? Brother, you talk about foreshadowing. They pretty much foreshadowed everything in this film. Every little fucking thing. Okay? Jeez. Yeah, we're, we're not going to hear about that drill again. So right? now, so Joanne, <laughs> so Joanne's like, oh, I think I know who took it. She's going to blame it on the fucking John homeless guy. Okay? Of course. So John, I guess he's supposed to be in room 23, but he's not there. And she rocks around. She goes and then she goes back out because I guess she sees his bicycle. I, don't, I got no idea. She goes back out. She thinks John's there, but John's not answering the door. So she's like, hey, John, I'm going to leave you a note. Okay, brother? 
because you know we don't have email uh, at this point of stage. I'm gonna leave you a handwritten note. Yeah, and staple it on your yeah. door. Some people. That's what people did back then. One thing that I noticed too about the uh, the door <laughs> was that um, the number twenty three on the door looked like they wrote it with magic marker on a piece of paper and just taped it to the yeah. Door. I mean, duh. It's what's in the bed. Okay. What? Right. It wasn't in the bed. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know how many fake spiders we had to buy? Come on, guys. One. <laughs> <laughs> so this. Okay. So this character, boy oh boy. Yeah. If there is a most random, one of the most random 180 characters in horror films, I think our boy Buddy Lee might be on the top. Okay? So this is when uh, Joanne, she meets Buddy Lee. All right? So Buddy Lee is the is guy it? who's going to be... I his name was Bobby. Is it Bobby Lee or Buddy Lee? I, I think it might be Bobby I think it's Lee. Bobby Lee. I just want to say... It doesn't matter. Buddy, Bobby. Yes, it is Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee Trimble. Okay? Yeah. But, you know, Buddy, Bobby, same shit. So, he, he's the guy that's buying the tables, right? Yeah, he's buying the tables. I like it. He's yeah. like, hey, what's up? <laughs> this guy, okay. Let me, let me make sure I got this correct. All right, so he's there. He's like, hey, hey, sweet thing. He's like, yeah, I'm the guy buying the tables and stuff. Like, I guess, like, I'm not sure if he was working for the company or something, but he was like, hey, I got the check over here. He's all like, hey, you know, I like come around this area, especially at the junkyard. You wouldn't believe what people throw away. You know what I mean? So this guy, and he finds that damn lamp. It's yeah. fucking flirting. Just needs a plug. He's flirting with his girl Joanne about him being yep. a junkyard expert. Okay, <laughs> so he's trying to flirt and stuff, and uh, uh, he's like, you know, he says like, you know, I just come around here and I pick up this junk all the time. All right, and he's flirting mm-hmm. everything. He's like, you know, how about we uh, hang out after this? And she's like, she, like our girl Joanne is not having it at all, so she leaves. Let's go hang out in my junkyard. But that's not it. That, that okay, So this one was a calm scene, but boy, when we see our boy Buddy Lee again, I'm going to have to ask you some questions about that scene, Allison. But we'll get there. Oh, God. Okay. So we had the first person view back, because, you know, this is uh, mm-hmm. 1982, and uh, if we're not copying Halloween, what are we even doing with our films? Okay? Yeah. Plus, we're on a hand camera, which is why we're doing Or technically, person. if you want to go way back in the time machine, brother, Black Christmas did it first. Thank you. True. So, first person view of the building. Uh, we see this. This I guess this is Bill. He's like working alone, and he hears a couple noises. Mm-hmm. And then now we have all the kids sitting around the table. This is like they do that scene again, where it's like they're like a fucking mile away, and we can barely hear what they're saying at all. Yeah. And then we have uh, Craig. I believe this is uh, Craig and um, Patty playing a pool together. And they're talking about mm. school grades and all this shit that I don't really care about. Uh, they talk about uh, the, how Craig he so here's here's our, here's our boy Craig's strategy for school. He doesn't study at all. What he does is mm. he just sucks up to all the teachers, and while he does yeah. that, they just pass him regardless. Yes, Allison. You know, I'm pretty sure you went to school. I went to school too. <laughs> I like some teachers, and even the teachers I like, they still f my ass most of the time. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, most most of them, uh, most of them, I'm not nearly as likable as Craig. I guess maybe uh, maybe it's an '80s thing. You know what I mean? They're like, maybe oh yeah, maybe our boy is. Craig. He likes to drink and party. We'll give him an A. <laughs> he don't need sure to study. Thing. This is the '80s, brother. As long as you're drinking, partying, and doing cocaine, you get an A plus. You're in my fine. Book. You're fine. 
Yep. So now we have Joanne and Brian talking about uh, Tim. And then this is uh, when uh, we're doing some, I, you know, I thought this whole Tim gimmick and, and, and Joanne was going to be like, you know, a big plot point, but it wasn't really at all. Like, uh, nope. they, they were just talking about relationship and stuff and how they've been together for like two years and how like she doesn't know if she wants to like live with this guy yet. All right. So, okay. And then they all, they, all the groups, they all play a, a game of pool together. Okay. Then we have some footsteps outside, which is kind of weird because the uh, what we find out who's going to be the killer later on. And uh, Patty, now that we is have, really odd. Yes. yes. So maybe maybe <laughs> he has maybe the killer that might be in this room playing pool right now. So what I'm saying is, the killer <laughs> is playing pool right now in the room. But then we get cut to a scene of the killer walking outside. Gotcha. It's almost like when they shot this, they didn't know who the killer was going to be. Well, you know what? Just make it up as you go. <laughs> this yeah, is the I'm best. Sure. We don't need a script or anything. So now Patty and Craig, uh, they're they're losing. All right. And then, you know, Craig is like saying, man, I should have this Joanne on my team. Hint, hint. Everybody. Mm. And then our girl Patty goes, gets a beer. And I guess Brian wants a beer. And then now uh, Joanne wants to talk to, uh, to, to Brian. Okay. So now after this, they hear like a little bit of a noise. Okay. Like they, oh, okay. Well, no, actually, we might have been wrong. So the footsteps they heard outside, we thought it was the killer, which you know, the 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 screen made it look like the killer, but the uh, the supposed killer, the guy outside was John. He was walking outside. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's looking through the window. I forgot yes. about that. Yes. So he's so Patty sees him through the window when she gets the beer. Yeah. And now she's like, hey, I saw that guy John. Everybody's like, okay, so you know, they're all kind of like weird about this guy John being around. So they all um, they all go out and look for him, okay? And then yeah, maybe, they go chase him down. Yeah, they go chase him down. <laughs> and so they're walking everything. They're looking all around. Uh, Patty, Patty and Craig, uh, you know, so I guess it was Patty and Greg are going to stay around the bottom floor. And then Joanne and Brian, they're going to go back into the dorm main building and look around there. So this is when we see them. Split up. We see Craig. He goes up to the... He thinks he saw him up on the roof. So he goes up on the roof. Uh, we get a, a bunch of scenes of um, Joanne and Brian looking all around the dorm. They, 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 you know, they, they, they suggest going onto the roof. Then they don't go onto the roof. And then Brian wants to go onto the roof. Oh, I mean, it's back and forth, brother. Like stairs here, stairs there. Everybody just, yep. just take three shots right now because they're on the fucking stairs the whole time. Okay. So now Joanne, she's waiting on the elevator and she gets scared, okay, because somebody pops out, pops the elevator door out and it's Bill, mm-hmm. okay? And Bill's like, hey, what yes. the hell? I heard some noise over here. I was working. And she's like, no, it's just me. He's like, okay, where are you trying to go? I'm going to trip the wire. She's like, so I'm trying to go to the second floor. So he brings her to the second floor. Okay. And then they all meet up. The whole crew, they all meet up. Uh, Craig, Patty, Joanne, and Brian. And Craig's like, man, I almost got the guy, but he escaped from me and stuff. And they're just like, okay, well, fuck it. Let's just go back. Go back to the house. And then Patty's like, well, can I can I, uh, uh, can I, I sleep with you tonight, Craig? On your floor? Yeah. And Craig's like, no, you can sleep on my bed. And she's like, oh, no. Joanne, can I sleep on your floor tonight? And she's like, okay. <laughs> Damn, my boy Craig got no game. Playboy. No, 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 he doesn't. 
None at all. Okay, so here's the scene I want to ask you about, Allison. Okay. I thought this scene was the most random scene for a character. And I I I I, I really, I'm kind of really I'm semi confused, but I'm not I, I I'm not confused with why they did this scene, but I'm confused about why they did this scene if that makes sense. Okay. So we got our boy Bobby Lee. All right? He just got done fucking a hooker, his girlfriend, wife, I have no idea who this girl was. Okay? She wasn't naked, yeah. she was in some lingerie. He's done. He goes and takes a piss, right? Yes. And then after he's done taking a piss, it's like 2 a.m. or some shit, 2 or 3 a.m.? Yeah. And he phone calls, okay? In the fucking middle of the night, the Joanne girl, who he's buying some desks desk from, and she actually picks up, and he's talking about, hey, you know, we can just go out right now and have a couple of drinks. I'm like, mother, it's in like 2 a.m.? Like, what's going on over here? <laughs> Don't they even say that? Yeah. Doesn't his girlfriend or whatever say it's yeah. like 2 a.m.? Yeah. Because this is the scene where he's, they're inside his apartment or yeah. whatever, and then, oh, crap, hit the mic. Uh, they're inside his apartment, and then she's like, um, she's like, don't you want to stay with me or something like that? And then yeah. she starts, to, she takes off her top, yeah. and he's like, uh, nope. Yeah, no. And he like calls Joanne at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was really <laughs> weird. Somebody that, so my understanding of this is the only way he knows her is because she, he's buying the desk from her. Yes, that's it. And he met her. Okay, I right? can, I can understand. You meet this girl, you're attracted to her, but obviously this girl doesn't want to have anything to do with you. Our boy got some liquid courage, I guess, after fucking. Yeah, I guess. And he's just like, oh, I'm going to call I the guess. bitch at 2 o'clock in the morning and she'll want to go have sex with me because I'm Buddy Lee, brother. Okay. <laughs> Buddy Lee Tribble. Maybe this is like a 1980s thing that we just don't do anymore. Maybe, maybe that was the thing you could... You could uh, just call some girl at two o'clock you know in what? the morning, and you know what I mean. If I was buddy, you know what I mean. Fuck this random girl. You know, what I mean? might as well put your shot out there. You know, I can respect them. You might as well. Yeah. I mean, she well. was just like, like we didn't get to hear what she said over the phone call. I wish we did, but like it looked like it didn't go anywhere. But then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go out driving anyway." Yeah. She's like, I don't, like, why the fuck are you calling me at two o'clock in the morning? Yeah, I'm I told go you out, I didn't want to yeah. go hang out at your junkyard. Yeah. I'm gonna go out driving, you know, just in case. I mean, you know, she didn't necessarily she didn't necessarily say no. Okay. Right. Right. So I was getting the I was I to be honest with you, I was kind of getting little Henry vibes from uh, from our boy Buddy Lee. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't you know what I mean. That. Like it is a horror movie, brother. You know what I mean? He's he's mm-hmm. he, he's he's a little creepy. So now we have um, Bill. Okay. He's yeah. he's he's back. He he's he's still in the uh, working at the dorm. I guess they they hired Bill to like break down some stuff or something in the dorm. So he's well, washing, he's the maintenance guy. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So Bill, he's washing up and stuff. And so I thought that he lost his drill, but apparently his drill was just in the washroom the whole time, plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> so like, well, did he find it? Well, you see, Was you see the there? killer plug it in. Okay, so the killer had it on him. Gotcha. Yeah, so you see the okay. killer plug it in. So it's this scene is shot really weird. So yeah. you see the killer like with a plug in his hand, and he goes to plug this plug in while Bill starts to wash his face or whatever in the sink. And then you see a shot of the drill just like laying on the ground. Yeah, it ain't no, uh, ain't see, no battery power one too, brother. We got a cord on that bitch. Yeah, I don't know if they had cordless drills in 1982. Maybe they did. But yeah, this is... Uh, well, also, like, to drill through somebody's skull. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm not going to mention how I know this, but I'm just saying that like you have to plug in the AC power because cordless power, like battery packs just aren't strong to yeah. drill through a skull like that. Well, you know, you might have some, uh, you know, experience. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about how I know that, but I'm just saying that you have to, you have to get a drill that plugs in the wall to be able to do that. So basically this is when we get the old drill through the head scene, Allison. And I, I saw the cut <laughs> version. So how was the uncut one? So in the uncut one, so, okay, so in the cut one, does it show the killer come up behind him and grab him, right? Yeah. It, and basically then it goes, he pushes his head down into the sink, and then yeah. he put, then you see him push the drill towards his head, and then That's he it. throws yeah. it in the floor. That's yes. it, yeah. Um, and then the blood splatters on the on the, on the wall or whatever. So in this one, um, he grabs him, and he puts his head down in the sink, and then you see, like, the back of his head. It looks fucking fantastic. Like, I have really have no idea how they were able to afford this uh, special effect. But but there's a fake head. It looked great. And he puts the drill to the back of the guy's head, and he drills directly into the guy's head. Um, and then there's, like, blood and, like, goo, like, shoot, not shooting out of it, but, like, coming out of it. And then it, shoot, it, go, then it turns to another scene, another sh- angle where you're seeing, like, Bill's face, and he's, like, still, like, a real actor. Like, he's not, like, a dummy or anything. And he's, like, moving his face and like the guy's still drilling in the back of his head um and then he like then the blood squirts on the wall and he just like throws him at the floor and then that's it but it's like you can see him drill directly into his head it it was great like i don't know why that hasn't been restored into some version but it's fantastic well you know maybe we'll get the arrow version of it you know maybe so now it's the next morning and we have brian and craig uh uh, out there in the in the wood area, but uh, just throwing some debris away, and they're talking a little bit, and then they notice John walking around, and Craig's like, "Okay, I'm gonna finally talk to this guy." All right, so he runs up to, to mm-hmm. John, and John's like running away from him, like they're kind of like running away from each other, and Craig's like, "Hey, man, I need you to stay away, okay?" And then and then uh, uh, like he's basically like getting really Craig is getting really really angry about John and Brian's basically telling him like hey man calm down calm down like lay off man lay off okay mm. so like, he gets the point alright so now we're, we're back with Patty and apparently Patty she has now got a postcard from her parents that are, that are at Disneyland yeah okay without her yeah and apparently they left a message with this guy named John, no relation to the John that we have that's running around crazy. It's a different John uh, that we yeah. never see in the film at all. And right. they gave John this message, and it was about this old boyfriend. And then Pat, and then Joanne, she's asking, oh, is there anything to that? She's like, no, I like somebody else. And she's like, oh, is that somebody else, Brian? She's like, oh, how did you know? And I was like, First how of all, did you know? First of all, how would you know? Because this girl Patty is barely in the fucking scenes with Brian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, how would we know? Okay. How would we know? How would we know that? Except you saying it right now, and of course, and then Patty is trying. She's like super sensitive about it. You could you could not tell Brian at all. So I guess at this time we're supposed to believe that maybe Patty could be the killer. So you know, this is like I said. <laughs> First, we're thinking John, the, the 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 crazy man, homeless guy. John's the killer. Then it could yeah. be possibly it could be this Tim guy that we hear about that he left. Then it could be Patty right. now. 
So it could be all these, you know, we're, we're getting these suspects over here. All right. So now we have Craig. He's sitting at the dinner table. Oh, okay. And Joanne, she apparently, she has to have candles at this fucking uh, table. She's like, come on, it'd be very mm-hmm. fun if we had some candles. Okay. And then we have a person grabbing the bread. We bring that up later. So remember, somebody grabbed the bread. And then, of course, Craig gets there and he doesn't see the bread. So he starts to wander around. And he's like, oh, fuck, that guy John took the damn bread again. Or took something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then now Joanne, she is there. She's now trying to find Brian. Okay. And, of course, she can't find Brian. So now I guess he's a... (laughs) He could be the killer. killer. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody is the fucking killer, except for Joanne, apparently. All right. <clears throat> so now, while Joanne's trying to find Brian, somebody hammer smash faces the dinner table. Yes. All right. They're like, fuck this fake, fake Thanksgiving dinner. All right. And one then- thing that I would like to do, I was going to say one thing I'd like to do that I didn't have time to do this time. I'd like to watch the movie again now that I know who the killer is. Yeah. And see if this person could actually be in in all those places that they were supposed to be in. Because, you know, they run off. They're chasing John, right? Because he, he stole the bread. Yeah. And um, as, as you mentioned before, the killer was in the room yeah. where they were playing pool. So um, could the killer get back to, to smash up the dinner table? I, I don't well, know. I mean, weird, well, so what I thought happened was the the supposed killer was mm. tricking the camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, All because right. you know it's a shoot. All right. I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. I mean, I guess there's a you know once we find out who the killer is, there 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 there's a couple of things you can think about of you know of uh. Mm. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. You know, could he could he actually be there in all these places? I don't know. It, it seemed like a, some of it was he was uh, playing off to the camera more than he was playing off to people. So yes. So now jo- Joanne, she's looking for Patty. Okay, and then then we have Brian. He shows up out of nowhere. So like, where have you been? Mm. Uh oh. And then they go and they Uh-oh. go see the table, and the table's all smashed up. Uh, and they think basically they think it's John, the John uh, guy. Right. That uh, he, they they think he smashed up the whole table, and that they're that this guy John is basically harassing them. So they all go to the police station. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she oh before they do that, Joanne's like, "I'm gonna make that phone call." Oh okay, shit, damn girl, she gonna make that phone call. So they're all at the fucking police station. Uh, the uh, they take the statement. From the police officer. They're basically saying, like, you know, this John guy has been uh, just, like, you know, wandering around. And then the guy's like, well, did you actually see John smash the table? They're like, no, but we know it was him. Okay. And then they give, they give, um, the, what John looks like. And the cop's like, oh, you know, we might have picked up this guy a while ago. Uh, If we did, we'll give you a call. So go back to your dorm. Okay. So now Joanne will feel better when they actually find this guy. All right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then of course, Craig, he wants Patty to come to his room. Okay. For some, you know, 
comfort, brother. Uh, yes, yes. So this, uh, and then remember that though. So our Craig, we've we seen Craig twice try to pick up on Patty. Remember that, everybody. Okay? Yeah. Remember that. So now we have Joanne calls her mom, and they talk a little bit about the holidays. She hangs up, and then Patty comes in here, and of course, um, Joanne says like she she, she thinks she hears somebody on the roof, which she thinks it could be John. Okay. Mm-hmm. And of course, the phone is now dead. Uh oh. And the power goes out. Oh. Two eighty slashers tropes there, brother. The, the phone yes, died absolutely. and the power goes out. So now we have Brian. Uh, they they see Brian through like the they're like on like the part of the dorm, and then they see them on the bottom. They tell him to come up to the room. Is everybody ready to drink? Is everybody ready? I am re- always ready? ready to drink. Okay, so Brian comes up the stairs super slow. <laughs> okay yeah you can barely see anything brother but you know this guy's taking his fucking sweet time he's like brother i gotta make uh, i got a contract where i got at least 30 minutes of, of screen time okay i'm gonna make my way up these stairs well he's sneaking he's uh-huh. sneaking up the uh yeah. he's sneaking up the stairs on the killer so then we have this light shines in your eye and not only does it shine in his eye but it shines in our eyes too okay so yes like, right <laughs> in the camera right in the camera and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, man, turn that shit off. And then he gets knocked out. Okay. And uh, did you did is, did you see any extended scene of him getting killed, our boy Brian? Or, no, the only two extended scenes I saw were the, uh, the her when um, uh, Daphne Zuniga's dad gets killed and then when okay. Bill gets killed. Gotcha, gotcha. So now Craig comes in and he thinks that the power being turned off was a joke. Ha ha ha! I was just like, wait Frank. a minute, what? Why would it? Well, okay, so hold on a second. So this Craig guy was super pissed. First mm. of all, okay, first of all, this Craig guy—he only did one joke the whole movie so far. The other, the other part of the movie, he's just trying to get in Patty's pants. Okay, we got that. Right. We got that correct. And now he thinks yes. somebody is joking, even though he is the one getting pissed off and trying to kill. He knows this John guy's been stalking him. So this yeah. is a little weird. So now they now they have to turn on the power. They got they got to go down to the kitchen area to turn on the power uh-huh. and stuff. So you know Joanne wanted to go, but they're like, but then like, I actually no Joanne wanted to stay, but Patty did not want to stay in one place. She wanted to like not being stuck in the room, so she agreed to go down to the kitchen area with Craig to turn on the light. All right. And then this is mm-hmm. when Ty is like, oh, Craig, don't be joking around on me. And, of course, Craig <laughs> jokes for a second. Okay. Pranks, brother. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. We're doing pranks. That's why it was called pranks. Yeah, exactly. So now, so now they go into the, uh, to the, to the storage room where all the, uh, the power is. Okay. And then they're, they're, they're down there. And Craig, he, he's trying to turn on the light, but he can't do it. The only light he turned on was a fucking Christmas light. See? The holiday See? horror movie, brother, we told you. Okay, got that one. We have two Christmas lights in this whole fucking movie. It's I'll be counting it. Yep, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas yeah. movie, all right? And then mm-hmm. <laughs> Patty's just bitching the whole time. What the hell is taking so long? You're fucking, you suck. Turn on the damn power, okay? And then, um, and then she's like, you better not be joking again there, uh, Craig, about this. And then she tries to go see him, but then she sees him... Um, I guess like knocked down or something. 
Mm-hmm. So she tries to head on out of there, and then she gets attacked by the killer. Okay, and and she's uh, she's so the uh, so also to the uh, the power like turns all. So I don't know. So I guess if you turn on the power maximum strength, Allison and everybody, you can actually turn on cooking equipment. Okay. Well, if it were plugged in and turned off. Uh, turned on when the power was turned off i guess you could yes because yes. we have the meat shredder going crazy we have like this coffee thing going crazy everything is going crazy okay but that would require all of that stuff to be like running when yeah. the power went off yeah so no problem yeah. weird right yeah so now patty's getting attacked by the killer all right they start fighting she gets away a little bit and mm. uh they're fighting all around there and eventually the, the killer comes up and he knocks her out he does patty and he puts her in a barrel and I guess he cooks her with food acid water. I thought he put her in like a big pressure cooker. Oh, is that what that was? Okay. Like a, like a, yeah. like a, like a, uh, like a, um, uh, a, crack, a giant crock pot or something. Yeah. 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 It was made by the brand growing. This is a big, uh, yeah. food brand. So yeah, he put her in a, basically a, a, a huge pressure cooker. I was yeah. like, damn, there you go, brother. So, Craig goes back um, to the uh, to to the room that Joanne was at, and he's all like, "Hey, I don't know what happened to Patty and stuff. Like, I got somebody hit me, all right, and uh, I can't find Patty and stuff." And and they're like, kind of like, "Okay," and then she's like, "You know, we got to see if this this John guy is wrong." So. While this is happening, we see that the John character is actually in the dorm walking around. Okay, mm-hmm. and then Craig, you know, he gives um, Joanne a weapon, and he has a weapon too. Okay, and then they're slowly gonna go down the stairs. Is everybody drinking? Okay, you better be. Yeah, that's at least the fourth stairs we've done, right? You know what I mean? At least, yes. At least. So they're running. So that they're they're going down the stairs, and they run into John. They see the fucking John guy. And they start fighting him and stuff, right? So Joanne gets away, all right? And then the whole time is John's like saying, you know, it's like, don't open, don't go in there. You got, you got to trust me. You got to trust me. It's like, I, I could take, I, I came here to take you away. All right? I was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I was like, wait a minute. What, what's going on over here? <clears throat> you could tell that the, uh, so this John character was basically trying to, either trick Joanne or he's really bad at being a, uh, a, a conveying guy of trying to help somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he definitely is. I mean, that was the whole point of his character. Right. But he, when he's like, he's like, no, you got to trust me. Yeah. But like he's, but he acts crazy. So nobody wants to trust him. Yes. And then he's like, sorry, I took that bread. I was like, motherfucker, I knew it was you. <laughs> huh. And he's like, don't make any noise. Just open the door. All right, and then and then like so like Joanne she goes into like the uh, freezer or something, and she mm. locks herself in. This is when uh, this is when uh, um, our boy John's like saying like I I sorry I took the bread and you could trust me. Just open the door, please. You could trust me. And then she lo- and then Joanne looks yeah. around and now she can see everybody's dead body. Okay, and yeah. I believe I'm not sure who was I I think it was Brian. Was the one was Brian, who got yeah. like fucking cut up and macheted. Chopped up. Yeah. Yeah. 
with his arms and shit. And then, and then of course, she grabs the machetes. All right. Oh, by the way, like when they were fighting John, uh, John, like he kind of like knocked out Craig. I think we forgot to say that. So. So. So now she opens up the door for John. And then when she does that, she like cuts his arm with the machete and she runs away. All right. And she's running away. And she eventually like meets up with Craig. Okay. And mm-hmm. they're like, they're, they they know they need to get out of there. Okay. But then they come up with a trick, the trick John. And then Craig runs out right in front of John, distracts him. This is when we have Joanne. She like knocks him out, uh, out of the picture. She basically just knocks him. I don't know if she killed him. She knocked him so hard that she possibly could have killed him. I thought she him. killed him. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she killed him. Yeah. So, and they're trying to find a way, a way out of there now. Um, and then they're, uh, of course, they were doing um, some slow walking through the stairs and hallway. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. We're, I mean, we're basically right at the end of the movie at this point. <laughs> so we gotta, we gotta pad that eighty-two minute running. Time. Yeah, come on now, brother. So after the whole distraction of John, Craig, <laughs> they, the Craig attacks yeah. him. Juan knocks his ass out. They all hug. Uh, jo- Craig and Joanne, they hug. All right. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, don't worry, but nobody's ever going to hurt you. And Joanne's like, okay, we got to leave. And Clegg's like, like, no, no, we, we can't. We got, look what we did. We got to stay together. All right? Yeah. And then he's all like. We're a team. Okay. You know when we, uh, you know when we have some of the uh, killer reviews? Like, you know, they're like, yeah. hey, I'm the mastermind behind everything. Like. The like, Scooby-Doo moment. Yeah. Yes, the Scooby-Doo moment. So. Our boy yeah. Craig, like he, he, this is like the most random, hey, I'm the guy behind all this ever. Okay. <laughs> so it just so, okay. It so, was absolutely random. It just yeah. it was super random. So, okay. So we had, yeah. let me recap a little bit for everybody just to build this up a little bit better. So we have Craig, he distracts John, right? So we're supposed to believe yeah. John yeah. is this crazy killer. He's been doing all this killing. You know what I mean? Even though we could see that through his words and stuff, he could possibly not be the killer. So Craig distracts John. Yeah. They fight a little bit. Joanne comes up, kills his ass, right? So they so now we have Craig and, and Joanne, they run to like a little corner, they start hugging because they're the only people who survived the dorm that's dripping yeah. blood apparently. Right. The movie could be over right yeah. at that point. And then so now our boy Craig's like, We can't leave here. Look what we did together. Hey, by the way, all this, all this, it was all me. It was all me, brother. And she's like, what? It's like, yeah, I killed everybody. You know why I killed everybody? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, nobody ever took me seriously and stuff. And I've always had a big crush on you. And I was like, what? Wait, hold on a second, brother. Like, are you serious? Like, this you is the motivation you, for killing me. You didn't even, like, have a scene. With Joanne, like the yeah. whole movie, you were trying to get right. in Patty's pants the whole time. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, right. where the fuck were you? He was like, "It's like I loved you the whole time." I was like, "You did." You had a weird way of showing it. Okay. Yeah, like it's really weird because it's um, it's like the whole Scooby Doo reveal yeah. where he's like, "I could have got away with it except for for you meddling kids." Well, no, except he did get away with it. And all on. he had to do is not tell anybody. He did use a Scooby Doo moment though. Okay, he did. Yes, he was all like, "Listen." 
The only reason uh, 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 the, some of this happened was, you know, that John guy over there. He he tried to stop, all right, me from 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 killing these people because he he saw me kill Patty, all right, and I knew that he was gonna tell you. So that's why I was gonna go kill him. But to my surprise, you actually <laughs> helped kill him too. So you're just like me. We're made to be together. Right. Okay. Gotcha. He's like, everybody, all these people thought I was like the jokester and all this stuff, and I wasn't. They're going to take me seriously now. All right? And like, I choose you now. And he's like, and the girl's like, hell no. So she tries to like leave. All right? And then like, she's like running away and stuff, and she runs into like this like sign that says, exit close to street. Beware of rats. Beware of rats. <laughs> I love point. that. And then when I saw that, I was like, are there going to be rats in this movie? But no, there were no, no rats. No, there were fucking rats. They were in the veggies. rats. <laughs> what is rats, going on brother. here? So now our boy, Craig, he's the killer now. He's like the crazy, t- he starts taunting her and stuff. Oh, yeah. Him, all right. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go get a flashlight. Ha, ha, ha. Because I'm the killer. So Duran's walking slowly through the hallway. Fuck. Yeah. She all right. She's like. She then Craig just grabs her. He, he finds her and stuff. He's all like, "I'm gonna. I'm not gonna hurt you. I love you. I've always wanted to be with you." I was like, "What? What? 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 What, what, what the what, fuck what, is going on? Like, what? Where's Tim? Okay. What? What, what happened to him? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's act, He's acting like Tim or these people never existed." Like what? Did you kill right. Tim? Yeah. Like I don't. Was that like a deleted scene? I have no idea. So, she's like, didn't he? De- he, he describes about he wanted to see uh, Brian. Um, he's like, hey, like he starts showing off his trophies to her. It's like, hey, look what I did with mm-hmm. Brian over there. Hey, by the way, see Patty? Look, I melted her ass. All right. <laughs> she tried to get away and shit. All right. And then, hey, look, I killed her parents too. They're over there. Look at her. I was like, damn. Okay, this is some fucking. Uh, some fucking uh, Hannibal shit over here. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So he basically goes like, you know, I, I, this is how I was planning it the whole time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I was gonna, you know, I was blaming it on the the, the John guy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, all of this is is good because holding you makes it all worth it now. Okay. Because <laughs> he's like hugging her and shit. Wow. He's like, yeah. you know, he's, and he keeps bringing up like, yeah, John, he saw it all and stuff. He was going to tell you, all right, but you killed him. <laughs> Isn't that a funny thing? <laughs> and then this is when he shows like, oh, there's Debbie and her dead family and shit. Look at them over there. And then, and then she, yeah. and then, then she like, uh, then after, you know, he was showing her all that stuff, uh, Joanne locks him in a room. Okay. And then out of nowhere, our boy, Buddy Lee shows up. And he's humming a holiday song. Boom! There you go. You need your third. Yeah, it's it's a Christmas movie, it's man. A Christmas movie, brother. So so <laughs> earlier in the movie when he went driving around, yeah. I guess this is where he was going. Yes, because his plan was okay. <laughs> you know what? Up here, <laughs> I just got done fucking this one bitch, and I called her up, and she didn't say no. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna show up like a creep at four in the morning to the dorm, and then maybe I'll get lucky. Yeah, and he just happens to show up when uh, Craig's murdering everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, yeah, to save the day. Okay, so now, um, so now Craig, 
he gets out of that room and he traps Joanne. And Joanne's kind of like near the mm-hmm. uh, fire fires, you know, to get up to the roof. All right. And then Buddy Lee's shows up, and um, or maybe she was downstairs or something in, in, in like the, the 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 storage room or something. So Buddy Lee shows up and he and he opens up the 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 fire escape, and he starts freaking out. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you freaking out, bro? Like, did you do you even know what's going on over here? <laughs> Like this is um, kind of yeah, very I thought this scene was weird. Yeah. Like, how how would Buddy Lee know know that Craig is trying to hurt, you know, Joanne? Because Joanne at this time is like, like she's like nervous and stuff, but she's not like like you know, it's not like he's like choking her out or anything. So he unless he saw out. the bodies, but I don't know how he would do that. Uh, maybe he has like X ray vision because that shit was dark everywhere. Okay, right. So he starts freaking out. And Craig grabs Joanne, and he smacks her, and he pulls her away, and asks, like, hey, what? who is that guy? All right? You truly love me? You know? What's wrong with him? <laughs> now, I was going to say, is this where he knocks her unconscious, or that happens in a minute? No, nah, that's about to happen. So this is when he goes on okay. to some more of his back problems, like his, like, backstory. It's like, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Like, nobody ever takes me. Everybody thinks I'm a smart ass, and nobody ever takes me serious. Like, all I wanted to do is end up uh, 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 you know, all I wanted to do was like, you know, be with you, but you ended up being like everybody else. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so now the, uh, now randomly out of nowhere for no reason, because I have no idea why this is happening. Well, actually, okay. Okay. I can't say that. The police do show up. Mm-hmm. I thought at first it was so random. Like why the hell are they showing up? But I'm guessing they're showing up at the dorm to tell the kids like that they, found the guy uh, maybe the guy is not the guy that they think i have no way this could have done with the phone call maybe maybe because they couldn't call him so the three police shows up and they said they're hey this is only gonna take like five minutes okay so i'm guessing mm-hmm. the police showed are gonna show up to the dorm to tell the kids like hey we, we we caught this we caught the guy maybe you can come in to take a look at him and see if this guy's stalking you but very weird Maybe, but like I couldn't figure out why the cops show up because they can't call the cops unless they were finally responding from when she called them earlier. No, 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 because no, no, because they already did that. She called them earlier and they went to the police station and they gave them, you know, this John guy and the, the, you know, what he looked like and everything. And they're like, hey, we think we might have yeah. picked him up. I'll call you, you know, and let you know. So maybe they try to call him, but the, the oh, phone was okay, lost. So instead of calling, okay. they just showed up. So that's the only thing I could think of why they 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 came here, okay? So mm-hmm. and there's like three of them. <laughs> so Craig is now telling her, you know, to shut up because like you know Joanne, she's like freaking out at this time. You know what I mean? He's telling her shut up, mm-hmm. shut up, and then this is when he actually knocks her out. Like he like yeah. bangs her head against like the the the, the steel pipe, okay? Right, because she has to be knocked unconscious for this ending to work. Yes, exactly, brother. All right, because remember. Craig, he feels betrayed now because mm-hmm. since this guy Buddy Lee showed up, Craig thought like, "Oh, wait a minute, this might be one another one of your men." All right, so yes. that's the only thing I could think of in his crazy mind. Because five minutes ago you were just like me, but now now you're now you're a harlot because you might be cheating on me with Bobby Lee. Yes, even though Tim, he's just out of the picture. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So now we have Craig. He gets down there. No, no, no. We have Craig and Buddy League. Buddy League finally gets down there now. They start fighting. All right. Yeah. So this is when the cops come in and they pull the gun on 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 Buddy Lee. All right, because well, there, he has it pulled on both of them. Yeah, both. So so Craig's like laying on his back because because yeah. Bobby's just knocked him down. Yeah. And then and then they he pulls a gun and he tells him like, look, just back away, um, back away from each other. Yeah. And then like they act like they're gonna sort this thing out, but then that doesn't work out that way. Yeah, but also Craig is telling him like, hey man, this is the guy who's been stalking us. Like this is the guy and everything. Like he he came right. in here and attacked me. And, and then the, Bobby's telling him that he's the killer. Yeah, because so we don't they don't know who the killer is. Well, kind of. So we gotta remember though. Like Craig was there at the police station, so he does have a relationship with the cops. Oh uh, well, true. So they could probably be more on the Craig side because he actually went over there to complain about somebody stalking them, and they could just think, okay, this guy Buddy Lee is the guy who's been stalking this whole dorm the whole time that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So they're basically telling, and, they, and they, Buddy's like, no, no, this guy is, is him, and they tell him like, hey man, put down your weapon and back away slowly. And then, of course, our boy Craig taunts him. He's like, he's like I'm going to fucking kill you, you motherfucker. All right? And Which then, the cops can't hear, They course. can't hear him. And Bradley Lee's like, tries to go step towards him, and they shoot his ass down. Fucking dead. Yeah, well, he's also grabbing a knife. He, cause, yeah. So Bobby sees that he's going to stab him. Yeah. So so the thing is, if he turns his... Because remember, the cops tell him to turn around. So, if he, so Bobby's thinking at this point, like, well, if I turn my back on this guy, he's going to stab me. Yeah. But he could have just walked away to the other side of the room. Yeah. And then the cops would have had to sort out what was going on. Yeah. And uh, so... But he doesn't. So they shoot him and he dies. Yeah, shoot him and he dies. And then all the cops tell him to get an ambulance. Craig says, like, hey, man, there's a lot more people upstairs and everything. Like, this guy did a lot of damage. Because he's basically blaming all the deaths on on Buddy Bobby Lee. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So the cops... cops like two ambulances then. Yeah, so the, the cops, they go upstairs. Final drink, everybody. The cops go upstairs, okay? And then Craig stays behind, and then this is when he uh, he's looking for Joanne. He grabs Joanne, takes her up on his arms, and he brings her into a different room. And the we see the cops saying, hey, we need to bring some more ambulances out here. We have multiple bodies, okay? Yeah. And... And then, of course, this is when Craig is, like, saying, like, you know, this is all the pain that you caused me. All right? And uh, it, uh, Craig brings her to the fire extermination room where the yeah, furnace is Yeah, it's like at. an incinerator. Yes. Yeah, where the furnace is. And yeah. It's a weird scene because the cop, you can you can see Craig open up the furnace and they're going to be putting Joanne in the furnace. But then we have the cops saying, Hey, where'd that guy go? I don't know. Let's go check the furnace. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a little too yeah. late, brother. So he, too late for that now. so we don't see him put the body in the furnace, but we do. Well, no, Cause that's too expensive. We can't yes, afford that. But we do cut out and we see the cops saying like, yeah, you know, we, it's like, man, this is pretty crazy what's going on over here and everything. Cops like saying, like, hey, man, you smell that? This is fucking weird. It's like, ah, this is an old building. It's about to be torn down anyway. All right? Yeah, it's, and then the cop's like, man, this stinks. Is it supposed to be smoking like that? Yeah. And he's like, oh, they're going to tear this stupid building down in a yeah, weekend. They're going to call this stupid shit down anyway. So and then we end the movie. So our boy Craig yeah. got away with some murder, brother. All right? Yeah, so uh, kind of a downer ending. 
Yeah, I mean, probably and, set up for a sequel that yes. would never happen. Yes, it set up for a sequel that never happened until the right. retro blood came along, brother. All right, I got you a sequel. Right. Maybe, uh, but maybe like a killer, you know, a killer named Michael is cool, and a killer named Jason is cool, but a killer named Craig is just not that cool. What's wrong with Craig? You know what I mean? It's just not. Uh, it's just not as cool as Jason or Michael. Like he didn't have a mask. He don't need any of that stuff. No, he didn't have a mask. You know, people. They, you know, boy Craig. He was just misunderstood, mm. brother. Everybody was making. You know, they, oh. they looked at him as a jokester. You know what I mean? Because he did a Poor bunch Craig. of jokes. You know what I mean? Yes. And like a apparently he like loved Joanne, even though he was trying to get in Patty's pants the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and he never even like talks to Joanne through yeah. his entire movie yeah. uh, until the end. Well, maybe it's because like. Joanne like was like trying to save her life, and he took it like, yeah, she's a killer. He's maybe it's like a Dexter thing. He's like, oh yeah, you're maybe, a killer just maybe. like me, <laughs> but you're not. Maybe, maybe. Could so be. Uh, yeah, this movie is uh, is all right. I, I, it was pretty good. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but it was a uh, it no. was okay. I say it was uh, it was okay. Like I, this is definitely not as uh, exciting as the. Uh, don't open till Christmas, but you know it's uh, it's okay no, no. for what it was, I guess. So I did, uh, I did like the twist at the end, and I did like it where he, like it's it's a crazy ending. It's not right, but he basically got away with these murders. And he actually did it in a smart way. So I do appreciate mm. that aspect of the film. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know we, we we it's slasher. You know it's there. You know. So, but yeah, you got any more final thoughts there, Allison? No, I mean, I, you know, I think, I think this movie was pretty good. I mean, it's not like the greatest thing obviously in the world, but I mean, I thought the movie was good. Um, it was enjoyable. Um, it was a little bit crazy in places like, like why these things were happening, but I mean, I liked it. I mean, I liked it and like, would I watch it again? I probably would. Um, but it's not something I'd watch a lot. I would say. I'll well, say you know, that. you're a big uh, stairmaster guy, so you know you like people am, walking up and down stairs. So you know, I am a big fan of movies where people are on the stairs a lot. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah. So you know, check it out, everybody. If you haven't seen it, give it a good old watch. You can find it on the YouTube, mm-hmm. or you can just listen to our review. I don't care what you do, as long as you drink a beer while you do it. Drink a beer. But Allison, Southern Tier beer because those are great. But Allison and everybody, we are keeping this uh, holiday train rolling on. And boy, the we next are. couple of reviews we, we got are going to be way different than this shit that we just watched. Because next week, everybody, we are taking a ride. We're taking a good ride. Because we are doing, we're going back to, <laughs> to another Carpenter. One John Carpenter. Yep. Right? And we're doing his supposed of holiday style movie christine christine i wonder if there's any christmas lights in this one so we'll find out so i actually i have never seen christine ever before wow okay so i've heard that i'm not sure if it's actual holiday movie but it might maybe maybe it's like this where it takes place around christmas but i do know that this movie came came out around christmas time and they actually had the christine it was good enough, and they actually had the Christine car, and they had the actors in an actual Christmas parade, and that's enough for the Retro Blood okay. to review it yep. for our Holiday Horror Month, brother. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about some killer cars, 
some some wildness. I can't wait to see this though because I've heard really good things about this movie. So, have you seen it before? Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a classic. Okay. So yeah, yeah I'm pretty excited. This. So everybody check us out next Sunday here on the Retro Blood. And of course, uh, on that episode too, we will probably release what we're going to be doing for the Retro Blood Christmas Eve episode. That's going to be yeah. a fun one, brother. I can't wait to talk about that movie on there. That's going to be a little surprise. And we'll probably do a Lights Out for the Christmas Day as well, too. Um, we're still deciding what we want to do with the Lights Out, but I think we narrowed it down to two things. So we'll we'll figure it out for everybody. And uh, we'll let you all know next week here on the Retro Blood. But Allison, what? Well, actually, I know what song we're going to do by Twisted Sister. We're going to do that fucking... Uh, 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 what's her? The Gores, uh, Trigger Gores or something? Favorite song. All right. Yeah, Under the Blade. Under the Blade, brother. Because you know this movie had a lot of Under the Blade shit happen. It did. It did. You know what I mean? Our boy, he 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 axed somebody with a wood, uh, a spiked baseball bat in the head. Well, go ahead. One thing I was thinking too was that this movie. I mean, this album could be like a soundtrack to this movie because oh, you got. I mean, you got to consider like the track listing for this album is the track one is called "What You Don't Know Sure Can't Hurt You." Yeah. And since they didn't know Craig was the killer, it sure did hurt them. Yes. Then you got "Run for Your Life." There was a lot of that in this movie. Yes. Then there was "Shoot Him Down," which happened at the end of the movie. Yep. And go. then "Destroyer." You know, there was a lot of people destroyed. Yeah, threw the girl Patty in the, the in yeah put, put Patty in the, exactly. the air fryer. Go ahead. Yep, yep, and then uh, uh, Under the Blade, of course. Yes. And then Tear It Loose. Oh, okay, there you go. He was, uh, and then Craig finally, was I'll Never Grow Up Now because none of those people will grow up because they all die. They all die. Man, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe our boy uh, Twisted yep. Air like the uh, the unofficial soundtrack to this movie. Track to this movie, exactly. Okay. They should be asking for them royalties, brother. <laughs> they should. But everybody. Yeah, under the blade. Let's do it. Under the blade. Let's do it, brother. But everybody, Jay Austin, James Klein, we will see you here next week for Christine, keeping this holiday yeah. horror month alive. See y'all later. See you guys.
You know you're not going home tonight. Big Jack or Switch Doctor of the Mind. They know where to run everywhere you'll find. You can't escape from the pit you made. Oh, when your time has come, you'll accept love.